0: We hear in the Gospel of Luke, They were saying, The Lord has risen indeed and has appeared to Simon. Then they told what happened on the road and how he had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. Come join us today on The Way with DJ. Well, hello everyone, and welcome back to podcast, On the Way with DJ. I am Deacon Jim Miner, for those of you who might be listening for the first time, and I welcome you to this podcast. Um, The last two podcasts, I've kind of taken uh, some sacraments. I've taken the sacrament of baptism and the sacrament of confirmation, kind of talked a little bit about some misconceptions that people who are Catholic but also non-Catholic might have about those sacraments. And I had every intention today to continue on with the sacrament of the Eucharist, but since we're in the summer months and there's a little bit of downtime, I've had some time to really reflect and meditate a little bit um, in my prayer time, especially on the state of affairs, not only um, in the church and my parish and and all over. Um, but also kind of within, within myself, you know, to kind of take a step back and to kind of reflect a little bit. And I think that's always a good thing. It's always a good thing to take a step back and reflect and maybe reevaluate some things, maybe um, talk a little bit about, um, you know, re- relaxation and getting a better perspective on things. And so I came up with this topic that I'd like to kind of discuss today and kind of Bring out. Um, and it has to do with, as you can probably tell by the show title, um, you know, the, my perceptions or my feelings about Catholic media. So, when I was younger, um, and I was, um, you know, in the parish and, and being an altar server and then going to high school, going to the high school seminary and so on. Um, We always used to get what was called the Chicago Catholic delivered to our home. And it was a archdiocesan newspaper. um, And I would always look forward to seeing it, um, mainly because, um, you know, when when we received it, we were able to kind of tell, you know, who maybe what priest or deacon or sister that we had known was doing something special within the diocese itself maybe someone who had passed away. Um, and then in July, when the new assignments came out to parishes, so it was always interesting to kind of see where the priests that I knew, especially when I was at Quigley and then later Niles, um, to kind of see where they were headed. And so I kind of got to know a little bit about, you know, the history of each individual priest that I had encountered over the time. So, I looked at the reading of the Chicago Catholic as something that, you know, well, it was it was truthful first of all, and you know, it was kind of this was something that's enhancing my faith. It's something that's making me a better Catholic, a better person. I'm getting to know a little bit about the church and so on. Now, obviously, I was um, looking at this this archdiocesan newspaper with you know, some young eyes, um, definitely in high school and even within college. And so maybe I wasn't being as, as super critical or exercising critical thinking skills and kind of looking at it to kind of see, okay, well, where is the political bent or where, you know, where is the diocesan newspaper kind of leaning at this particular time? And I understand, you know, that that goes to Whoever is the Arch, archbishop at that time, whoever is the cardinal um, in our in my situation here in Chicago, so I understand that things have political bents, and there are political, um, you know, political alliances and political things that go on within the church and you know even within the church it's not something that just happens in government or in society but it's also you know within the church itself and I you know I have come to understand that but over the last um, few years especially with the advent of social media um, I've noticed that and and this is just a comment on social media in general um, but it also kind of is going to lead into my next point. But when we talk about social media, um, and I always tell the kids this too, you know, when I used to teach computers, I always used to tell them that, you know, you can put something out on social media, you know, you can send an email or as as social media kind of um, developed into Facebook and Twitter and Now with the kids, you know, Instagram and Snapchat and all those different types of things that you can put something out there, but it's out there forever. And and sometimes people don't realize that. And so, you know, nowadays it seems like um, with the use of social media, people are it's very easy for people to kind of hide behind their social media platform, whatever it is, whether it be Facebook, whether it be Twitter um, whether it be any kind of social media platform that they use. And so they feel that they can basically say anything and, um, you know, and there's no repercussions. I mean, you just kind of put it out there and, you know, that's the way, that's what it is. And that's the way it goes. But at what I've noticed, um, especially with people who, you know, who say that they're Catholic and say, that they follow the Christian faith and they follow the Catholic faith and they have the good of the church in mind. Um, I have noticed in the last few years, uh, you know, the proliferation of of meanness and the and and just you know out and out, you know, not necessarily lies. I mean, I'm sure that people, you know, feel that they're they're doing good for the church when they when they put these things out there, but. You know, the way that others are treated and the way that people are criticized and, you know, and all of that kind of stuff. And, you know, whenever I read a mean tweet or a mean post on Facebook or a comment or whatever, I kind of look and I kind of I kind of say to myself, well, you know, did this person actually reach out to the person that they're criticizing and actually sit down with them and have a conversation or is it that they're just getting to the point where they're just going to throw it out there and they're going to put it out there on, on whatever platform they're using and all of a sudden that that's going to be, you know, what it is. And, and um, you know, so it, it's, just, it's just horrible, some of the things that I've read, um, things of, of people that criticize the pope, whoever the pope is, you know, whether it was Benedict who, you know— people said was more conservative and now francis who is liberal and you know who is taking the church down the drain where you know where where some people are thinking i mean i just i i just don't understand it and um you know and it has gotten to the point where one i feel that the people that put these things out there are hiding behind the 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 computer they're hiding behind The platform, whatever platform that they're using, and that's sad um, because they're not willing to sit down and confront or have a have an intelligent conversation with someone who might have an opposing view. The second thing, which is you know kind of even worse, um, is that they're doing it to get clicks. They're doing it to get followers. They're doing it to you know. Not necessarily spread the message, but to see how many likes they could get on a Facebook post or how many tweets or retweets or, or, you know, hearts that they can get on a Twitter, on on a tweet that they put out. And that, that to me is very sad Um, because it gets to the point where you have to question whether or not they have the good of the church in mind or the good of God's people in mind um, when they're doing this so it becomes unfiltered um and as we've seen um most especially in the last decade or so even before i think um you know if we we've seen in the political arena how polarizing that 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 can become and being in the united states you know you could see how polarized the parties are Um, but then also when that filters into the church you know what? What happens then? You know, the church gets a bad name. Um, you have people that will look and see. Well, the church is so polarized. So I'll believe whatever I want to believe, which is one of the main problems that we have in the church today. And it also validates any uh, any of the people that will come to to the faith or anybody that will come and say, Well, I'm I'm gonna, you know I'm going to be practicing Catholic. But I don't want to be part of this church because, simply because of the fact that they are so polarized. I don't know what to believe. I don't know where to lean. Um, I don't know, you know, what's going on. And so why would I want to be a part of that? And then it takes, you know, things like the sexual abuse scandal and, you you know, the things that happen between bishops and all of those things. It takes that to another level. And it gets to the point where the people of God, the, you know, the everyday people are, are kind of just left floundering. Um, and so, you know, it, it, it really is, really is truly, truly discouraging because it's not for the good of the church. It's not for the good of, of promoting the kingdom. It's not good for bringing people to holiness. It's not good for any of that. Um, So, you know, I always would say that, you know, before you put something out on social media, you know, to sit down with the person or to sit down with people that disagree with you and listen to them before you just put out a blanket statement because that is something that you feel that you believe. Um, Not again, not that I'm saying that these people are not passionate about what they believe. Um, that's how good happens within the church is when people are passionate about what they believe. But what is missing is the discussion. What is missing is sitting down as a fellow Catholic, you know, as somebody that is on the road, that is on the way, you know, on the road, the name of this podcast, um, you know, to sit down and to, to actually talk with them and to actually have a good Intelligent and good conversation with them, and then agreeing maybe at some point in time to disagree. Um, so, you know, um, now I have to tell you because I've brought this particular topic up um, in some of my homilies that I've given in the last year and a half or so. And it hasn't been the focus of the entire homily because it can't be. You know, the, the homily is supposed to be about the readings. But I have mentioned it, you know, about how sometimes the church becomes very polarized. And I don't really get a lot of comments from people. So I'm thinking to myself, you know, is it causing confusion, which I think it is? Is it causing people not to care, which I think it is? And is it taking, you know, what what we talk about as far as the faith And kind of, again, making it so that people can say, well, if I can see this bishop disagree with the other bishop and they're on opposite ends of things and they're fighting and they're putting out tweets and they're putting out Facebook posts and they're making this statement versus that statement. And then you have, you know, journalists that comment on them and say, well, you know, this bishop is more liberal and this bishop is more conservative. And, you know, I mean, what are people to think and then, you know, you you have a initiative, for example, by Pope Francis, you know, the Synod on Synodality. Okay, well, something comes out from the Vatican or wherever else it's going to come out from, and all of a sudden people on both sides or one side are picking it apart, and the event hasn't even happened yet. Um, so, you know, it's it's like everybody feels that, everybody has a political agenda of some kind and they want their person the people in and you know that, that that's the terrible thing about this you know, i heard somebody say this one time and i can't remember you know in the moment here i can't remember the the saint that that did say it maybe you know if, if someone would want to comment in the in the comment section or just shoot me an email uh, about what saint said this and and i know that um, you know Cardinal George said this a number of times you know the the Bishop that ordained, ordained me. Um, I said you know he said one time that you know that we do all that we can as the people of God to destroy the church. you know but it's it's gone on for two thousand years, over two thousand years, um, but we've done everything that we can to destroy the church, and this is probably just another example. Of, of how that, of how humans, people who are flawed, um, are going about doing this. So I guess if if I were to say, and to kind of end here maybe, if I were to say how we need to get better is first, I think, and I've mentioned it a couple times today, is that I think that people need to have a conversation about something that they agree with or disagree with, with other people before it's thrown out into the media, it's thrown out onto social media, especially. If after that time, you know, you still are strong about your feelings and you've had these conversations, recognize that person's conversation, recognize that person's viewpoint as being not necessarily valid, but as someone that you heard, someone that you were able to, to listen to in an active way. And then um, to kind of remember that we are all on the journey and that we're all, you know, we're all supposed to be part of God's church. And so treating other people and maybe this is an example of how Catholics can show that when we disagree with each other, we can still fulfill the mission. We can still be part of the mission. And maybe that would give some lessons to the political arena and the social and cultural arena right now. So, kind of my two cents of my rant today. Um, some of my reflections, again, that I had over this time of kind of just relaxing, and kind of reevaluating and seeing where the state of the church and the state of the world is, maybe in the state of of my being is. And so thanks again for listening to me. And uh, also, you know, I continue to pray for all of you, continue to pray for people to listen to the podcast, to listen to people, um, you know, as we get closer and bring other people closer to the kingdom of God. And so may God continue to bless you and keep you and watch over your families and all those people who you love.